Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Glow Through What You Go Through. I'm so excited about tonight's episode. It is an incredible story that I wanted to share with you and something that I feel so passionate about, even if it's just to give you some context or some hope or just just to share something that I feel is so important and I feel like it's always so important to share your achievements when you're going through your own personal development journey and just acknowledging all the things that you have you know achieved and overcome and yeah so I really hope you enjoy this episode it is a story time episode it is a slightly emotional one for me anyway maybe not for anybody else but I really hope you enjoy it and I'm just going to get straight to it okay so some context Recently, I had a huge light bulb moment. And when I say recently, I mean this happened to me in December when we weren't in lockdown. So obviously I'm in the UK and we're in lockdown at the moment here. Um, but just before Christmas, I um, went out with my friends and I experienced the craziest thing. And this is basically what I want to share with you. So going back a few years, about four years now, I was in my first ever relationship um, with my first serious boyfriend. I was completely and utterly head over heels in love with him. I I mean, it was just absolutely crazy. I, I was completely obsessed. I loved him so much. I was completely and utterly blinded by love. Um, and it went downhill very, very quickly. So the first few months were absolutely amazing. Um, and then cracks slowly started to show and... It basically didn't work out. So the night before I went to go to uni, I so we met um, in December and uh, he was already at uni and I was working full time. So I was working at home full time. Well, it was three days a week and I was at college two days a week. Um, and he would be away and I'd be at home. We'd see each other some weekends and it was brilliant. I, I loved it. I was completely secure and happy and fine within myself. Um, And then a few months in, I started to get a bit anxious, a little bit jealous, a little bit confused. Um, I couldn't really understand why or what was happening. I just started to change massively as a person. Um, And I decided last minute. So I I graduated college uh, that summer. So we'd been together for about six months. And I never, ever, ever wanted to go to uni. It was not on my radar. It was not something that I wanted to do at all. I didn't want to do it. Uh, I wanted to go straight into the world of work. So I got a job at ASOS. I stayed there for a month and I was in such a bad place mentally that I came home one day and said to my parents, I want to go to university. And they said, oh, well, that's a huge change. You know, we've been trying to convince you for the last two years and you've been so adamant that you don't want to go. I said, I know, but I've changed my mind. I want to go and I want to go this year, and they said, oh, well, listen, you know, you can't go this year, Um, you know, term starts in a week, it was the end of August, and I think I started looking at going to uni around, like, the 1st or 2nd of September, or something so early on, it was crazy, I went online, and the only university that had any spaces left, uh, and a course that I wanted to do, was Northampton, I really didn't want to go there, my grades were really high, it wasn't necessarily the sort of place that I wanted to study at, Um, But it ended up being an incredible experience for me. Obviously, I'm a huge believer that everything happens for a reason. So I know that that happened for a reason. And I figured that out later down the line. That is a completely different story. So I had to work seven days in a row um, just because of my hours that week. And my parents went up to Northampton. They found me a room in a house. And a week later, after I decided that I wanted to go to university, I packed up all my things and moved away. 
Um, so the night before I was moving, my boyfriend who lived with me at the time, he went off to his university and I was like, okay, bye. Like see you in a couple of weeks. I'm going to have a goodbye meal with my parents. So I drive and I pull up in this car park to go to uh, eat with my family, to have a goodbye, like, woohoo, I'm finally going to university, goodbye meal. And um, my phone was broken. Um, It was really, really broken for a couple of months just because I was very clumsy and very irresponsible, quite frankly. And my dad upgraded my phone early for me so that I could contact them and have a good phone whilst I was away, which I was really, really grateful for. So I got it on this day and I was setting it up. And I just had this really weird urge to log into all my social media platforms, platform, all my social media accounts. And um, I checked my message requests. So random. It was like a really bizarre, overwhelming urge. And I remember I just clicked it and I just had all these messages from this girl who had been messaging me. And literally the night before I was going to university, I'd found out that my boyfriend had cheated on me. Um, and it wasn't just once and it was very common knowledge for a lot of people. Um, and it was absolutely soul crushing. I was heartbroken. We couldn't go out for a meal. I could barely even drive home. I didn't sleep. I remember I was just throwing up the entire night. I was, I was absolutely heartbroken. Like it was just horrendous. So the next morning, my best friend at the time, she stayed around and we packed up my things and we went to uni and my parents had me set up my bedroom, we went out for lunch and she stayed for the weekend and we had a really, really nice time. Um, it started to get really, really difficult as time went on and I I just loved him so much. I wanted to forgive him, I wanted to get back with him, I wanted to see how it was going to go. Um, before I'd found out, I'd actually bought um, a holiday for him for us to go to Paris for his birthday and obviously we weren't going to go. So, a couple of weeks have gone by and we're speaking again and I'm getting into this routine um, and I said, oh, listen, I said, let's just go. Let's see if we can make it work. It was about 11.30 that night and we were leaving. I was in Northampton. He was even further north and we were leaving at 5 a.m. the next day. So I packed up my suitcase. I drove up north, picked him up, drove all the way back down to my house, um, which is uh, just slightly above London. We stayed there, got up, went to London the next morning, went. Um, and that's when my friendship started to break down because um, I was really embarrassed about what I was doing. I was really confused. I didn't know how to say what I was doing. And I started to lose my friendships from that point onwards. Um, I wasn't, it was good, but I wasn't, I was up and down. I was really emotional. I was heartbroken. I was torn. I was just, I was a complete and utter mess. Um, and I went and I came home and I started to create the most incredible friendships with the people that I was living with. So obviously, because I decided to go to university so late um, in a year, I didn't get to stay in halls, which most people do. Um, so everyone was mostly living on campus, but I lived in a house away from campus with uh, five other people who have become such incredible friends of mine. Like we're still so, so close. and I love them all so much. Um And I created this one friendship with this girl and I'm sure she'll be listening. Her name is Keisha and she has had the most overwhelming, incredible impact on my life. And I didn't even realise it at the time. So I was spiralling big time. I spent a lot of my time in bed. I was crying a lot. I was, one of my triggers actually is television. I get very addicted to the television um, and I know that I'm going downhill mentally when I can't stop um, binge, watch, binge watching certain TV shows and things like that. And it was going really downhill. And one day she pulled me out and she said, listen, come and sit down. 
She said, I know you're not in a good place. I said, I know you've fallen out of all your friends. She said, I know your boyfriend is just cheating on you and lying to you. And he obviously wasn't treating me very nicely. She said, I need to help you. I need to talk to you. And I was like, oh, you know, no, it's fine. It's all going to blow over. And she said, come on, let's just have a conversation. I said, okay. She said, when you see yourself in the future, when you visualise yourself in the future, she said, what do you see? I said, oh, what do you mean? I said, that doesn't even make any sense, which is crazy now, considering all I do is preach about your future self. Um, I said, I don't know. I said, I really don't know. I said, oh, I don't know. Successful, I guess. Maybe have some kids or something. She said, come on. She said, what do you see? I said, oh, it's silly. It's silly. She said, it's not silly. It's really not silly. She said, just tell me, what do you see? I said, okay. I said, I'll tell you. I said, I have this vision of me in the city. I was like, I don't know if it's New York. I don't know if it's London. I said, I can feel like it's one of the two. And I can see myself when I'm older and I've got a really amazing figure that I've worked really hard on. I said, I can see myself um, with longer hair. At this point, I'd, I'd cut my hair quite short. Um, I think it was a bit of a rebellion thing. I'm not really sure. Big mistake. <laughs> um, so I think I've got longer hair. I said, I see myself wearing this black dress. It's like a black dress black shoes, like black heels in a bar. And I said, it's really important. I said, in a bar having cocktails. I said, and I really see myself sitting there laughing, feeling so confident and so happy. I said, I see guys in the bar. I see my friends in the bar. I just see me laughing. I see me drinking. I see me as a strong, powerful, independent woman. And I said, but I don't know how I can see myself like that because, you know, I'm settling down and I'm, and I'm meeting somebody and I'm, and I'm at uni and I did not know how I was ever going to be that person. I didn't have a penny to my name at the time. I was so unhappy. I was so miserable. I was so desperate for my relationship to work. I was like, yeah, I was like, I would happily give that up for, you know, this relationship, whatever. Anyway, she said, you know, she said, focus on it. It went in one ear and out the other, basically. And about, I don't know, six months later, so my birthday was, yeah, about five and a half months later. Uh, it was March. And I remember the doorbell went and I went downstairs. Uh, it was a couple of days before or after my birthday and there was this big package for me and I opened it up and it was this present from my friend and I didn't know it was coming. It was so out of the blue. I just, I honestly couldn't believe it. And I opened it up and there was this card and this card had all of these pictures of her and I on it and all of me and my funny nights out because I was dressing up in silly things whilst I was at uni and I was coming home drunk and she, we were laughing and whatever Anyway, this card was filled with just pictures of her and I and funny memories and I was laughing and laughing and I opened up the card and she'd written me this message and it said, um, to Katie, happy birthday, hope you have the best day ever. She said, I'm so proud of you and how far you've come. She said, don't ever let go of that dream of you being that black, being, being that girl in the black dress in that bar living your dream life. She said, because I know that's going to be you. I know this is going to happen for you. She said, I believe in you. She said, your life is going to be absolutely incredible. I love you so much. Love from Keisha or something along those lines. And I remember I just burst into tears and I sat down on the bed. It's making me emotional now, but I remember I sat down on the bed thinking, wow, that one conversation and it meant so much to me. I didn't realise how much it meant to me. And she's remembered and she remembered, acknowledged and reinforced this vision that I have in my mind over and over and over again all the time without even realising I'm driving along and I have flashes of the image. I'm shopping and I see new clothes. I have flashes of the image. 
I'm at uni or with my friends and I have flashes of this future image of myself. And it's something that hasn't changed, has been so crystal clear in my mind for, well, four years, four years. It's been three and a half, almost four years. And I just, I didn't know what I was doing until I went out with my friends in December, just gone. So um, at this point, I um, wasn't with that boyfriend anymore. I'd actually had another relationship since then and I had come out of it. Um, And I was newly single for about three months. And it was a spontaneous thing. And I had bought this dress online um, and it was like £12 or something. And it was so nice. It was my dream dress. And I turned to my friend and I said, oh my God, I bought this dress, like my dream dress. I'm so happy with it. I I love it so much. Anyway, I put this dress on. Says my friend, I said, "Um, will you come um, out for a meal with my friend and I. There was meant to be three of us. One of them was cancelled. There's a spare um, spare seat at our table. I'd love for you to come. I'd love for you to meet my other best friend. Um, it, it'll be an amazing night. It was so spontaneous. We got ready together. We went up to London. We had um, like an amazing meal. The, the food was absolutely incredible when we were having these drinks. And we we're all sitting there laughing, chatting, like gossiping. And I just get this complete and utter wave of emotion come through me it was like like it was just so overwhelming my entire body had goosebumps I had tears build up at the back of my eyes I looked at my best friend sitting in front of me I looked at my favorite meal and this incredible cocktail and I say incredible cocktail because it was incredible and I looked around and I was like oh my oh my god and I just froze and I've got goosebumps now and I I had these goosebumps everywhere and I looked down at my phone and I hadn't spoken to Keisha in months and months and I texted her and I said you'll never guess what you'll never guess what's just happened and she said what I said it's just happened oh my god I'm getting emotional I said it's just happened I said that girl that I said that I was gonna be that girl that I said I was gonna grow to become that girl in the black dress drinking cocktails and having food and feeling confident and loving herself and being with her friends I said, it's just happened. I said, I'm sitting in the most incredible bar. It's called the Sky, the Sky Garden um, in London. And I was looking out at this view and I'm a huge, huge city lover. I love it. I feel incredible when I'm there. And I look, was looking around. I was looking at my friends. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I have actually overcome all of these things. And I am now sitting here doled up, feeling amazing, feeling so confident, laughing, feeling happy, looking at my best friends. And I just couldn't believe it. And I was texting her and she said, oh my God, I can't believe it. She said, I knew you could do it. I knew you would get there. Didn't know how long it was going to take you, but you've done it. You've overcome all of these things. And, you know, obviously the story that I just told you, I've only told you maybe 1% of that four year period that I experienced, which was a huge learning journey for me. Um, And I was such an emotional wreck. I had no control. I had, I was in the worst, worst place. And I didn't ever think I would ever be able to get out of it. And I completely and utterly manifested my dream situation. And I experienced it. And that is the first time I have ever experienced something that I have manifested myself. And That is why I know and I truly believe my heart of hearts that manifestation just works because 
I visualized this situation over and over and over again. And I worked towards that consciously and subconsciously throughout that four year period until I got there. And I didn't even know I was there until my entire body reacted with complete and utter emotion. And I was like, wow, I I just couldn't believe it. And I looked at my friends and I couldn't even get my words out. And we come to the end of the meal and I get this text from Keisha and she said, oh, are you still there? How's it going? I said, yeah, um, there was a curfew at the time. I said, the curfew's up now, so we're leaving. She said, oh, should come downstairs. So I went downstairs and I come up the lift and I'm walking towards the exit and she's just standing there. And I started walking towards her and I was like, what are you doing here? And she said, I couldn't not be here for your special moment. I just could not miss this. She said, I've watched you. I've watched you at your complete and utter lowest point in your entire life that lasted for months and months and months. It took me so long to get out of that mindset. I was in such a bad way for so many reasons. And she said, and look at you now. She said, you've worked so hard. She said, you didn't give up. She said, you just kept going and look at you now. And I remember just giving her the biggest hug and being like, thank you so much. You were the most incredible and supportive friend. I said, I'm so lucky to have met you. I said, it's been the most... I, it was just unbelievable and we hugged and hugged and hugged and she came and met me for this light bulb moment in my life where I realised that all the hard work that I've put in to grow and learn and become the best version of myself worked, like it started working, like I was actually becoming the person that I've always dreamed of coming, becoming and That is why I feel so passionately about helping so many other people and so many other girls who have ever been in the same situation as me. And I don't mean, you know, having bad relationships. I mean, feeling depressed and anxious and suicidal and like you've got nowhere to turn with no direction and lack of control. And all of the things that you feel that are overwhelming and negative and emotional, but in a bad way, I have felt that and I have experienced that and I've worked so hard to overcome it and I'm still overcoming it. I'm not perfect. I still struggle with so many things, but I feel so passionately about helping so many other people do the exact same thing. And I just feel like sharing the story with you just to even give you some context or just maybe even a little bit of like hope or reassurance that things happen when you try and you stay consistent and you work on things because it happened to me and I manifested this situation into my life and I I mean it it makes me so emotional thinking about it now um and it's just the most overwhelming situation and the most incredible experience I have ever had and it has made all of the low times worth it and it gave me like it was like I had hit a new level of personal growth and I was like overwhelmed and it was like woohoo like you've you're on to the next level like you've you've made that level you've been through all the challenges on that level and now you're on to the next level what are you going to achieve next and it was like my body was just filled with this inner strength and I was making all these decisions at the time I didn't know if they were good or bad what I was doing I was just trying to be strong I was just trying to follow my gut I was just trying to put myself first for the first time in my life and it paid off I just wanted to share that with you all I know that that's a very long and maybe an emotional story. I know that I'm covering goosebumps right now and I just had some tears in the back of my eyes, but it is just, 
It is the most incredible and overwhelming feeling. And for anybody out there that ever feels like they can't overcome the things that, that, that they have in their life right now, I promise you, you can. You just need to stay consistent. You need to believe in it. You need to focus on where you're going and you need to put in the work and you will become the best, happiest version of yourself. I promise you. We're all on this journey together and we're all going to get there together. And yeah. So that is my story and a huge shout out to Keisha. You are the most incredible person ever. I love you so, so much. Um, But yeah, so thank you for everybody so much. If you've listened to this episode, if you've listened to this story, I appreciate it so much. I love you all. And if you could go over to um, my Instagram account, it is at glowthrough on Instagram, just to let me know that you listened. I would be so, so, so grateful. I really want to reach and help as many people as I can change where they think and they feel. And to do that, I obviously need to reach them. I hope you all have the most incredible week ever. And I will speak to you again soon. Bye.